Podcast Network Asia. First Metrosec is providing this podcast as a general market commentary. Reference to any specific security, product, or entity do not constitute as an offer or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments or to participate in any particular trading strategy. The statements, comments, views, or opinions expressed by the hosts are subject to change without notice and First Metrosec is under no obligation to update, amend, change, or correct any of the statements, comments, views, or opinions expressed. The statements, comments, views, and opinions expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of First Metrosec. First Metrosec disclaims any liability arising from reliance on or reference to any information obtained in this podcast. You are listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. Here's your host, Royce Aguilar, from the Research Department at First MetroSec. You are listening to Philippine Stock Market Weekly's Market Bites, our mini-series which strives to deliver trading and investing analysis built on our research reports. For in-depth information, you may also log in to your first MetroSec account and head to the research tab. Hi everyone, I'm Joan Batara and I cover the consumer sector for First Metro Securities Research. In this episode, let me share with you our latest updates for Mondanisin Corporation, where we maintained our hold call for Monday, but with a lower target price of 8.90 pesos. We adjusted their earnings to reflect the following. First, downsized corn business. In the first quarter of 2023, corn reported its weakest quarter yet, with just a little over 3.5 billion pesos in top line, roughly 320 million pesos in cornet losses during the period. Following our previous report entitled Waiting on Corn to Perform, it is now apparent that the segment's path to growth and profitability is less certain. Our view appears to be reinforced by management scaling back its planned investments in the U.S. markets, as well as the recent recognition of over 20 billion pesos in impairment losses relating to investments in Marlow Foods, which owns corn and cauldron. Recall that most of this was attributed to goodwill. Essentially, the goodwill of the meat alternative business has been written off. So with this in mind, we project a further contraction in Monday's meat alternative business with 6.5% decline in top line for 2023 to 2024 and losses to continue at the EBIT level in the face of challenging retail sales volumes and the impact of negative operating leverage on earnings. In addition, we anticipate APAC BFB, Asia-Pacific branded food and beverage, to continue to be the primary earnings driver, but growth is unexciting. We would like to point out that Mondes APAC BFB business operates in categories where competition is high and markets are mature. We assume that the segment can deliver 9.2% upline growth per annum in the next two years, although much of this will be driven by price increases, now totaling 13.5% between 2022 to the first quarter of 2023. For us to turn bullish, APAC BFB should provide Monday a stable and defensive earnings stream and see stronger growth at the EBIT level to offset losses from corn. As for corn, we would like to see corn revert to profitability alongside clear and visible 
demand drivers for the meat alternative segment. So again, overall, we are maintaining our hold call on Monday with the target price to cut to an 8.9 pesos. This is based on a discounted cash flow model with weighted average cost of capital WAC at 9.8%, G% terminal growth and the lower fade period growth at only 5% from 11.5%. Our new target price implies a derating to 21.6 times 2023 earnings and 17.1 times 2024 earnings. We think that the lower multiples are warranted given one, the unexciting growth profile in the absence of a meaningful contribution from corn, two, it is difficult to justify valuations close to or above that of Universal Rubino Corporation, URC. URC's branded consumer food segment alone has a larger revenue base, which generated over 107 billion pesos last year, compared to Monde's 59 billion pesos APAC-BFB revenues. URC's branded segment is also more diversified across categories and is on a more stable footing than Monde's APAC-BFP business. And lastly, the removal from benchmark indices usually leads to lower for longer evaluations arising from less visibility and investability in foreign investors' radar. Note that Monde has been removed from the MSCI Philippines Standard Index as of May 31 this year, So, given these reasons, we think that the lower multiples are warranted. That's it for our Monday Company Update. Thank you. Thanks for listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast. Don't forget to follow us to get first dibs on our new episodes. For more up-to-date market news and info, exclusive content, and the opportunity to connect with your fellow Filipino investors and traders, join facebook.com slash groups slash First Metrosec and be part of the First Metrosec family. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.